0: Hello? Is anyone still out there? Am I still here? I am still here. Well, sort of. Hey Taptralians. I know it's been quite a while. Hopefully you're doing alright. I'm alright. I haven't forgotten about you. It's just that it's, uh... It's quite difficult to chat with people during this mess, and the people I like talking to are still working really hard to stay open and do all the things to make sure that they stick around. It's difficult for them, and uh, you know, any patronage you can throw their way is still always appreciated. So, go grab some beer. I'll wait. Well, that was a long wait. <laughs> I wrote this back in March of 2021, and it is now September. Sorry about that. Okay, Uh, another reason I haven't been present is because I'm not present. My job working for the Rails uh, took me to Seattle, and more recently to Edmonds. So I spend about five days a week down in Seattle, only being in Bellingham for a couple days at a time. Basically, Bellingham is my weekend getaway at this point. Um, so yeah, doing the, uh, hashtag van life thing means interviews are even more difficult in this time of amazingness. I mean, sure there's Zoom, but you know, that's, it's kind of a pain in the ass to be honest when it comes to editing and I'd, I'd just rather not. When will I be back in Bellingham? Well, who knows? Not until the Canadian border opens for real. Maybe this year? Probably not. Although It wouldn't hurt my feelings at all as uh, I'm about 10 and a half months in at this point and still counting. But in my time at King Street Station, I worked with two fellow beer dorks. Well, more than a couple, but these two in particular, not brewers, they're not that kind of crazy, but they are true enthusiasts who know all of the beers coming out and go to great lengths to obtain those beers. If you're listening to this, you either probably are one, or you know one, or maybe both. And like the rest of the free world, their jam is, everybody say it together, Hazy's. Now, they're kind enough to bring me beers to try, often hazies, to see if they can convert me because, as you may know, I am definitely not a Hazy fan. I can appreciate them for what they are, but would just rather not drink one. And I thought, I should sit down and chat with these guys. And that got me thinking, for all the shade that I throw at Hazy's, and for all the brewers I chat with who brew and love them, I'd never made one. Because one, as a home brewer who doesn't like them, why would I? And two, they didn't really exist when I was in the game professionally. So what would happen if I spent a brew day making a hazy IPA? Would I be struck by lightning? Would my equipment revolt? Would it be any good? And of course I had to know if it would be any good. And so I bit the bullet and dove into some research. I figured if I was gonna do this, which was essentially for these two guys and maybe a couple of other people, I wanted to do it right, which is kind of how I roll anyway, but I also felt some self-imposed pressure. I wanted this to not just be good, but really good for their palates anyway, after all, they were the inspiration for it. So I asked them to name their top five hazies for me. I then looked them up and kind of cherry-picked things about them to morph into one master beer. Of course, galaxy hops were in almost everything and were hard to come by, so I compensated using some Citra, Denali, and Eldorado hops. For the haze, I went with some healthy doses of flaked oats and torrified wheat, And, of course, I did the all-important doubling of the chloride-to-sulfate ratio, added dry hops on day two for proper biotransformation, and added a strong hop tea at kegging, being as careful as I possibly could to minimize the oxygen. All the things. After giving them the beer to taste or chug as they saw fit, I sat down with each of them to talk about their beer journeys, what they'd like to see more or less of, and how they view the industry through a consumer's eyes and gullets, and, of course, how they rate the custom-made hazy. I had exactly one pint to make sure I did it right. It was good, but I didn't want another. (laughs) Which means I probably did it right. So this is a little different. Uh, It's uh, two separate interviews, one's pretty short and another's a little longer, um, but they're both short. Honestly, we really didn't talk that much about the beer that I brewed, but I can report that they liked it, and it was a success. But I probably won't do it again anytime soon. All right, well, let's get to it. All right, so, uh, so thanks for uh-huh. taking out the time to do this as a little unorthodox from what, uh, what I normally do, but it's fine. Uh, so you are? Sherwin. Sherwin Quimbao? Yes, close Quimbau. enough. Close enough. How how do you say it? Cambo, Cambo. All right. Um, And uh, we are co-workers at King Street Station. And uh, you're not in the beer business, but I wanted to talk to you because you guys inspired me. You and another guy that we're going to talk to, Sully, you guys are all about the hazies. Yes. And so I am not, as everybody who's all 20 people who listen to this podcast normally know. Um, uh, But I was inspired by you guys to make one. Because I always talk shit about it, I don't like them, and uh, I was like, "But you know what? I should make one." And uh, and so I made one. You've tried it. Uh, yes, Sully has not. Um, but I'm not going to talk to him until Sunday. Today being Friday. Uh, what is it? Uh, right before Valentine's Day. So yeah. February twelfth, twenty twenty one, in the full on into the COVID. This yes. is also. This will be the first uh, podcast that I've released. In almost a year—that's <laughs> so, quite a while. Yeah, so it's been a while. I'm sure nobody's listening anymore, but that's fine. That's <laughs> it's not important. Um, but uh, but you, both of you are uh, are super. I, I say beer nerds, beer dorks. Um, you know, you know what you like. But
1: uh,
0: the—I I doubt that you've heard any of the podcasts that I've done. Normally, I'm talking to brewers and stuff like that. But uh, but I just wanted to get your perspective from just being. A beer enthusiast um, and ask you some of the same questions that I asked the brewers and just see how everything compares and uh, and just kind of what your beer journey was. Uh-huh. So I guess the first question is, do you remember the first beer that you
1: ever had? Yeah, it was uh, Red Horse from Red. the Philippines. Red Horse from the Philippines. Yeah, it's a knockout punch. Wow, what is it? Describe it, I've never heard of it. Nasty and strong. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a light lager that's strong or Yeah, like I haven't it's, it's been such a long time since yeah. I've touched the thing and uh, like how strong? Like like 6% or No, I'm talking about like 9, I believe. Oh wow. So like it's a, a
0: Philippine a, barley wine or yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. So it's uh, it's a kicker. Crazy. A I've kicker.
0: never heard of that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um you no, know, I was a uh, Heineken Drinking for a, a drinker for quite a while, yeah, so how old were you when you had that uh, was it red red horse Red horse? Yeah, red horse in the Philippines? Yeah, I think it's between eight and nine. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, right around that. <laughs> so but, you've been at it a while. <laughs> yeah but no, I wouldn't touch the bottle ever again.
0: Yeah, yeah Just, I'm you know. curious now. I want to I at least see one. I'll try and find a picture or something. yeah. So what, uh, what, what's your progression been? So you started with that. Um, you were in the Philippines at that point, yeah, I assume. Uh, so once you got to the States,
1: what, uh, did you immediately keep drinking beer, or was uh, it kind of really, you yeah. just uh, got Like for a while there, beer? I was really more of a uh, whiskey mm-hmm. drinker. Yeah, I can more on a dark liquor. Mm-hmm. Like, st- stayed away really from beer. Doesn't drink a whole lot of it here and there. I'll touch a bottle of Heine. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no, I wasn't really big at it.
0: Yeah, so was there a beer that you had that was like, just flipped the switch for you? Were you yes. like, holy shit, I love beer. Yes. What beer was that?
1: Far, far away.
0: Far, far away? Yeah. Just describe what that is. I'm sure everybody but me knows what that is. Um, is that one of the ones that you gave me?
1: No, it wasn't. No, wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. It was a, uh, it was a uh, seasonal brew. Um, I think it was by Georgetown Brewery. Okay. And uh, it's a uh, Galaxy Hops. It's on the fruity side and, uh, you know, it's a little hoppy, I guess, Meh. But overall flavor was really, really good. I think it may had, a, it might have been like a 9%, mm. but it was a creeper. Yeah, So nice. I had a couple of growlers the first night I had it. So, <laughs> so you just, like, were all in. You just went from, like, drinking whiskey to finding this beer, and we're like... I'm still yeah. both. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Me too. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: Uh, is there any other style? I mean, outside of hazies, is there any other style that you really enjoy? Or?
1: Yeah, I'm, like, pretty new at all this, and um, kind of trying to get... To experience a uh, majority of the hazies that are available out there right now, and... Uh, kind of venture out from there on, I guess, once I uh, get tired of it, probably gonna be some time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's, uh, if you could only have one beer, like on a desert island, what what beer would that be?
1: Far, far away, man. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're consistent. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm big, I'm really big on that. <laughs> yeah. I man. And uh, this, I'm kind of depressed that they haven't been brewing that for, I don't think I've seen it for at least a couple of years now. Oh, wow. Well, all right, Georgetown, if you're listening. Um,
0: so, uh, you know, with, with drinking beer comes, of course, beer stories. What's, uh, what's the best beer story that you've got, I guess, that you can tell?
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Waking up, I'm not sure if everyone's familiar to uh, the video game Tekken. I'm not, but. Yeah, that but. Mean <laughs> um, looking like the bad dude, Hihachi, with a bald spot on top and having hair on the side sticking out. That's probably. Yeah, that'll that'll count. that'll count. Yeah, some yeah. In the shit face moment there, I guess someone shaved my head and left the sides. Ah, <laughs> uh, friends. Who oh, would be without them?
0: What's uh, drink wise, and it it could be beer or anything else. Is there a guilty pleasure that you have? Beer wise, or anything, any kind of drink. You know, like that nobody would think that you would enjoy. Nah, no. All right. <laughs> no fair enough so um so i always i always ask this one question of everybody and um and it's uh tell us something that we don't know and it could be about you it could be about beer it could just be a useless piece of trivia just what do
1: you know that you would think the average person wouldn't know eh i don't know man like uh Beer makes you a better snowboarder, I know that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's been proven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not so by I mean, me, that's yeah, damn I think sure. Like
1: a lot of people already know that though. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Usually, you know when I go, I usually bring a uh, bottle of Crown and hide it on top of the mountain. And uh, yeah, here and there, dig it out, take a shot, continue on. Yeah?
0: Nice, nice. So as, as a consumer, not a brewer, Is there something that you would like to see happen in the beer brewing community? Like would you, I guess, um, what would you like to see from breweries in the future?
1: Probably a little more an exploration of different flavors. Like different hot flavors or? Different hot flavors and. um... What do you think will happen? Where do
0: you see the next five to 10 years of the brewing industry going?
1: You know, I, have you given it any thought? <laughs> no, I haven't really given that any thought. Like I said, I'm pretty new to this, probably been drinking beer for about four years now, four or five okay. maybe. And, you know, on and off, on and off. I got my moments where I go crazy with it, and mm-hmm. I haven't okay, really right. given a lot of thought of uh, where brewers can, how far they can take this. Yeah, and uh, Well, it's know, more just what would you it. like
0: to see? Like what, yeah. you know, is there any thing that like blending of two styles
1: that you'd like to see come together? Or? Like a collab? Oh yeah. there's. I wouldn't mind a uh, collab with uh, Great Notion in uh, Georgetown, like maybe somewhere, you know, like that juice flavor yeah. that they recently had and uh, more of the far, far away kind of collab with something like that. Uh, I'd be all in. All right. Probably spend a couple hundred bucks on cans.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Now, is there anything you want to add that no. I didn't, didn't ask?
1: No, not, really. Yeah, not just, really. Just down and
0: dirty, sitting down. We're certainly not at work right now. Yeah. Of course. We are at work, but that's why we don't have beers in our hands. Usually, I like to do this with beers and <laughs> beers in hands. but Yeah, maybe, but uh, hasn't hasn't happened. Yeah, no. all right, yeah, well, sweet man. Really. Thanks, well, Sherwin. No, thank you. Appreciate,
1: Appreciate you, Dave. <laughs> Appreciate your brew. Your brew is great, man. Great flavor. Oh, uh, thanks. Great yeah. balance. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Appreciate yeah. that. All right, man. Cheers. Yeah. All right, there, cheers. Thank you.
0: All right. So we already talked Sherwin, but you are Greg Sullivan, co-worker of mine here at uh, the illustrious King Street Station. Not that we're here right now. Not that we're there right now. But uh, but we were there. It. So I already told the story in the introduction, but basically um, you and Sherwin are both super into hazies. You are just kind of super into beer in general. Um, yep. and, uh, <coughs> and I decided to make you a beer, even though I'd never made a hazy before and I don't really drink them. And, uh, and I thought it would just be a good opportunity to sit down and, and not just talk about that beer, but also talk about what you got into beer and what it is about it that, that you're so into. Sure. Um, so let's, uh, thanks for sitting down with yeah. me for one. Yeah, thanks well, for having Welcome me. to Tapped In.
2: And thanks for brewing the, the beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> am tragic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be governed accordingly. I have to try to
2: post a picture on that label. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't think I'll get in trouble for that. But um, so uh, so, I guess let's just start at the beginning. Do you remember the first beer that you ever had?
2: Uh, I think I showed you that picture. I don't really remember that pic. Yeah, I was three years old. Right. Remember? I think it was, right. What, was it Moose? Moose. Uh, was it Moosehead? Moosehead. I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Moosehead Lager. So <laughs> uh,
2: that I guess that would be when I started.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, were,
2: my parents were feeding me beer. What's at a the young first age. one
0: where, that you remember trying?
2: Uh, I think it was. I didn't start drinking as early as other people did. I was probably like sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people are going to be shocked and be like, well, <laughs> who starts before that? There have been
0: so many great yeah. origin stories.
2: So, uh, and I think it was like Labette Blue. Mm, okay. Um, and, and then and then we me and my buddy started drinking Molson Ice.
0: Yeah, cuz you're from uh from, from New, New York. York. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like not and not the city. Right, upstate. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah, Molson Ice for a while, then uh then it went to Heineken and then it took a downward spiral to Coors Lights.
0: Coors was what was in the refrigerator when uh when I was growing up in Texas yeah. for sure. So that's that's definitely my first.
2: Yep. And then uh yeah, that was easy drinkable flavored water yeah. basically Chugging and beers. Then, uh yeah. And then when I moved out here out West in 2013, um, I was at my wife's family reunion and her aunt actually picked up like a Alaska, mm-hmm. uh, variety pack. And she gave me some IPA to try. And I was like, I'm not drinking that crap. <laughs> and then I ended up having one and it was like, you know, mouth, uh, you know, your face inside out, sour, like, and, you know, hoppiness. And I was just like, Oh, and then, uh, and I, I didn't get into IPAs right away after because I didn't like it after, like that. And mm-hmm. I went, and I got um, got into some hefeweizens and drank those for a while, and then I started slowly getting into like the West Coast style IPAs. Yeah, you know, and started to slowly acquire the taste. And I'd go out to a restaurant and have a. I checked the IBU IBUs in the beginning, and I sure to me it was like the, the higher the number, the the more. Yeah, you know.
0: the beginning of the dorking out. Right. Do you remember the beer that, uh, that was the one that flipped the switch for you Where you're like, oh man, normally when I ask, because a, a lot of times I'm talking to brewers when I'm doing this and, and this question was, which this is the, kind of the whole impetus for the, for the podcast was, what's the beer that flipped the switch to where it made you want to brew? But what was the beer where you were like, holy shit, I need to begin a whole new adventure in life because you uh, document stuff too, right? You're on yeah, the untapped. Yeah. On what's, a... your, what's your untapped uh, handle or whatever, just in case somebody wants to uh, check it out? Let
2: me check actually here what it is. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Probably, I don't know if it was like a beer that, not anyways, not that I remember a West Coast IPA doing that. I think that I just started drinking so many of them so often that then, when like I went back to like say like a Coors Light or even like a half of or I mean a half of I still like from time to time, but I realized that every wow, beer has their place. I really like that that hoppy bitterness now. Mm-hmm. Like I've acquired the taste and like yeah,
0: well, yeah. knowing you, I would say yes, <laughs> that is correct.
2: <laughs> so let me see what my uh, two Sully four
0: two Sully four, and that's S U L L Y. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's my All right. Well, untapped. Just in
0: case anyone out there wants to wants to join, uh yeah. and uh, join forces, Justin Smith. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be awesome. I, of course, am not on Untapped.
2: <laughs> I told you, you gotta you gotta get on there and put yeah, some of your beers on there.
0: I I did. I started. Yeah, it's. I signed on for about thirty seconds, and I realized I'm never going to fucking do this, and yeah. I just like deleted it immediately.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a social media for beers. It's just another.
0: It is, yeah. To get into. And it would be good, you know. My memory's not getting any better, and so it would certainly be good to remember certain beers. Um, I should have done it when I was in Belgium and in Europe, but um, but my buddy Justin Smith was with me, and I know he did so. <laughs> yeah sorry, <laughs> sorry they're Justin, recorded. You under the they're
2: bus. recorded somewhere
0: yeah they are recorded somewhere for sure and of course i took a lot of pictures so <laughs> um well i think you just kind of kind of answered the question but i guess um the beers that you're grav- gravitating towards are definitely the the hoppier ipas and definitely the juicier hazy ipas um are there any other styles that you're super into or are you pretty um, exclusive I, and I
2: say that i'm loyal? not but like stout wise like i say that i'm not but every time i have a stout like i told you about that one structures that i
0: had mm, yeah um,
2: i forget the name of the
0: dreams one.
2: dreams yeah yeah
0: because i called i called uh i texted james and uh he was like now we're out but they he did yeah. say that they've got more coming out that
2: are going to be really that's good. good yeah so. yeah so every time i have a stout i i'm like they're amazing mm-hmm. and i'm like why don't i drink these more often, but then the next day happens and I wake up and I'm like,
0: oh, yeah, that's why I can, can be a lot of residual more. sugar in those. Yeah. And I mean, in, I mean, I, I love everything from porters to stouts, but like, I really like the imperial stouts and, you know, they're strong and they have a lot of residual sugars in them. And so alcohol plus sugar means dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, not the
2: best next morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: not the best, not the best next morning. <laughs> but uh, the like, so they,
2: I guess I, I went from the Northwest or the West Coast IPAs to more East Coast IPAs, probably from my my father and my brother back on the East Coast Mm -hmm. with like Treehouse. And uh, now they have a Equilibrium back there, which they'll mail me out some, Mm -hmm. I think I gave you. like
0: Shipyard and uh, like Smutty Nose, wasn't Smutty Nose out of there or was that Vermont? I'm (laughs) not sure. Yeah, and they uh, might, the other, they um, might not be anymore anyway. What's
2: the other heady topper? They're up in Vermont. Vermont, yeah. the Alchemist,
0: right, right. right. Um,
2: but uh, yeah, I think like the Treehouse probably got me more onto like the Northeast style, and then. I don't
0: and know by what Northeast year that style, we should, New should delineate. Style. Yeah, 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 but but because I'm of two two brains when I, when I think of uh, Northeast style, there's this New England IPA you know, the juicy, you know, all-late edition um, IPAs. But then there's just the regular East Coast IPA, which in my mind differs from the West Coast IPA because there's always some crystal malt in there. Uh You know, and so they're just a little sweeter, a little darker, a little caramely. One's not better than the other, they're just distinctly different. You know, to me that's just East Coast rather than New England, you know, IPA. Tomato, tomato, all that stuff. I've made this point a million times (laughs) on this podcast before. And then it it, it wasn't really available
2: out here yet. Like nobody was really brewing that style. And, you know, this has all happened since I've been moved out here in 2013. So that was probably around 2015 ish. I had the treehouse for the first time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, now everybody's brewing them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're really good ones out here that I really like. Can't Different swing a brewers. cat without
0: hitting a Northeast IPA. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, forget where I was going with
0: that. That's all right. What, uh, if there was one beer that you could, uh, that you would be trapped on a desert island with, what, what would that beer be? Hmm.
2: But I, 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 You know, I don't know. I don't know because yeah, it's hard.
0: I like that none of these questions are fair. That's the whole idea. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of. I think I'm probably gonna overthink it. You know what I mean? It's.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just to have one beer yeah. forever. Among I mean, brewers, any there's one been, of them I think I'd
2: get sick of. like. Yeah.
0: Among among brewers, there's one beer that was the overwhelming answer. And from a brewing standpoint it's not that surprising it might be surprising from from like a drinking standpoint uh-huh. but um uh, that was Sierra Nevada pale huh you know it's just yeah beer you no. can drink all day yeah but, yeah. Uh, but it has been all over the place well
2: no, that, that po- makes pocket sense. Pocket that and think about it yeah. I'll yeah. Ask,
0: I'll come around to that again at the end yeah <clears throat> we'll get it out of you um what's uh, drink wise what's a what's a guilty pleasure for you you know the kind of thing that you maybe Sip with your friends or your wife that you don't really tell anyone about. Please tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, not not really. I don't really have
0: one. No zimas or uh, oh, oh like, chardonnays or anything like that.
2: Yeah, I guess wine.
0: Pinot gris. Yeah. I guess uh, Cabernet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not really. I mean, nothing's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot. Yeah, of, that'll be the other. A lot thing. of Pinot Grigio like answers are white wine among uh, like, hardcore brewers. I'm like, oh, wow.
2: I don't mind that actually like, so when it's in the summertime, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have some yeah. chilled uh, Chardonnay. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: again. Middle of the day. No it's, guilty uh,
0: pleasures unless yeah. it's like fireball or something like that, you know? No.
2: <laughs> no, no I used to be uh, Jaegermeister and Goldschlager, but Oof. yeah, those days are over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 with age comes wisdom. Yeah, um, <laughs> nice. Um, everybody's got one, but what's your favorite beer story? you know, something that happened to you or around you when beer was involved?
2: Uh, I don't know if it's a good story. I mean, I don't know if it's like, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's like, so, Well, just one it uh, comes to mind. So the guy, when we were younger, who would get us our beers all the time, we just called him the beer guy. We'd, <laughs> we'd, we'd page him, we'd page her. he'd pager, and call nice. us back and, what do you guys need? you know, 18 pack or 12 pack and he'd always be there to get us the beer. Mm-hmm. So he actually, we were at a party and he drove us to another party across town. He had a little like Nissan pickup truck, uh, two seater, but basically you could squeeze somebody in the, in the, in between. Mm-hmm. That was always me. <laughs> well, we, at this particular occasion, we, we went up, it was probably, it was across town. So it was probably like eight ten miles. And, uh, we picked up a few other people over there, but there was no room. So they had to sit in the back of the bed and we've all been drinking, mm-hmm. you know, shouldn't have been driving around, but beer guys driving, you know, he's older than us. He's no, he yeah. knows what he's doing. So
0: <laughs> right. we, he's a practiced hand.
2: He's, he's getting a kick out of it and he's swerving all around. He's got them in the back. We're going over railroad tracks, you know, too fast getting there. They're screaming in the back, hitting the window. <laughs>
0: right.
2: And uh, we, we go to the other party that we were going to and, he was going too fast and there was like gravel on the road or whatever and he slid through that through somebody's front yard and our buddies are in the back of the pickup truck now, like mm-hmm. shitting themselves. Yeah. And we were <laughs> doing like thirty miles an hour through this person's front yard. Yeah. Into the bushes, into the into the trees, and into Oops. like a stone wall.
0: Yeah.
2: And like everybody was fine, thankfully, mm-hmm. but they were fucking pissed. <laughs> they were <laughs> yeah. like, What the fuck? Yeah. But uh I mean there's a lot of a lot of bad stories, like sure. like stupid stuff, you know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. that we shouldn't have been doing.
0: Absolutely. Um, no, I'm, I'm lucky to be here. Yeah,
2: a lot of stupid <laughs> stuff with, you know, beer and stupidity go together, yep, I guess.
0: Yeah, they're <laughs> they not mutually exclusive, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so uh, this is a question that I always like to ask and I ripped it off from uh, a now defunct other podcast, but um, the question is, tell us something that we don't know and it can be about you, it can be a, a piece of trivia. It can be anything at all, just something that you know that maybe you wouldn't think a lot of other people would know
2: hmm. That's a tough question. That's like an interview question <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Where do you see yourself in five days?
2: yeah <laughs> uh, what a lot of people don't know about about me or about or you or that anything yeah. Mm. I'm gonna have to circle back to that one. Okay, all I, right. I, I don't. I don't have a good. I'm all terrible right. at interviews. Just <laughs> That's <all right.
0: laughs> Um So, as a consumer of beer, what would you like to see, uh, not only from breweries but but from the industry uh, in the future? And then, what do you actually expect to happen?
2: I'd like to see more. Availability of like shipping mm-hmm. from coast to coast. Right, that would be great. I know some states allow it, and their their laws are all different. Mm-hmm. But it seems like if COVID did anything positive in that effect, it actually opened avenues for them to to do that more because mm-hmm. they they need the business and you yeah. know, they had to rely on changing everything. So I see a lot of uh, you know a lot of these breweries on the East Coast are expanding, and different states are opening up for shipping. So that'd be great if you can, yeah, you know, have the availability point. to ship stuff around. And I think it's, I think it could happen realistically. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, Sensible people in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, Probably won't. That won't happen. But no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, okay. Um, we're almost already done. So it's time to circle back to some of these questions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just keep this short and sweet. Um, what... Uh, what do you think your desert aisle, desert aisle beer would be?
2: It probably, I'd have to say then it would go to my go-to beer that is accessible for me to get, like when I can't get down to a, a beer shop or something mm-hmm. or a brewery. Well, this
0: could be any beer. Any oh, beer any globally. Beer? Yeah, this is just like you're trapped on a desert aisle and all the only beer that you have is this particular beer, whatever it
1: is.
2: I'd probably go with the the Rubens, the the Hazelicious, just because it's yeah. it's it's a low percent IPA. It's you know it's good beer, six and a half percent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess in the same aspect, it's kind of similar to, to what you said. That a lot of the answer like the Sierra Nevada mm-hmm. IPA, like it's just yeah. it's just a well-rounded, just simple. Drink, drink you know, it all day. Yeah, yeah. At you stay,
0: stay, stay hydrated and right, craft your buzz. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, what about uh, something we don't know? Just any any piece of trivia.
2: I I don't really have it. I mean yeah. so so I don't I don't know. Like That's fair. I'm pretty easy, uh I don't know. <laughs> Readable, I guess. I don't really have any Yeah. There's no depth to me.
0: <laughs> it's all right. I knew that, but you know, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Well hey Greg, thanks for uh yeah. thanks for taking the yeah, time joining you. us. And uh I don't know when this will get out, but uh I have time on my hands to edit this, so all right, all right. <laughs> now that Sounds i've interviewed good. both of you i gotta um write the outro i've already written the intro i haven't recorded it though but um, but yeah hopefully in the next month i'll get this out and it'll be the first one out in a year so oh yeah there you go Tech right. trailers cheers cheers all right thanks to sherwin and sully for taking the time to sit down and chat with me super informal and down and dirty and, you know, I'm going to do my level best to get this up and running again at some level of routine frequency. Uh, one of the cruel ironies was that I was down in Seattle every day over the winter uh, and up until about a month ago, but couldn't go see or talk to most of my brewer friends because they were closed or, you know, the hours didn't work out. Uh, but there was one exception. One exception. And I'll leave you with that teaser because I'm going to try and sit down with him and... Uh, and chat with him because he's a good friend of mine and I think it would be a lot of fun to get a Seattle perspective on things. But, uh, on things, that is. I also have a list to, um, the people that I never got to here in Bellingham before everything went to shit. And some people that I even have spoken with, but they have moved on to other things or are doing something different now. So again, I'm going to try my level best to, to get this running again. And, uh, and start sitting down with people. So I'm going to send out some local inquiries and uh, yeah, we'll see. So what'd you think? Would you like me to chat with more homebrewers and not just professional brewers? Uh, This is like a rebirth of the podcast, so I'm open to pretty much anything. New ideas, new directions, uh, shut the hell up, Uh, tell me what you want to hear, who'd you like to hear from, or whatever, ask me anything. Reach out at davataptrail.com or on Instagram at TappedInBeercast. Hope to see you soon. I really do. Um, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Cheers.